Hello, my name is Sarah Slater and in this podcast I'm going to explain what on earth a backpack, a mirror and the parable of the prodigal son have to do with each other. John McGinley, the author of Mission Shaped Living, describes this parable as a story of hope. Never has there been a more urgent need for a sense of hope in such an uncertain world. So how can we use this parable of Jesus to share the hope of the gospel with others? So often when we come to a Bible passage, we tend to bring a magnifying glass so that we can explore the fine detail and consider its application to our lives. But in this podcast, I want us to look at the story differently, using a backpack and a mirror. A backpack to encourage us to take this passage with us out into our everyday contexts and use it to share the gospel with others. And a mirror to enable us to see the grace of the welcoming Father that we have experienced in our own lives and use that to help us share our story of faith. But let's first remind ourselves of the essence of the parable. It's called the lost son, but there really are two lost sons, both walking away from their father, but in different ways. One wants to be free from his sonship and the other is mentally absent from his sonship, seeing himself only as a dutiful slave. But above all, it's about the abundant, reckless love of the father who is prepared to give away not only his possessions, but himself in order to rescue both sons. It's a story of unconditional love, repentance, forgiveness and grace. So in the passage, the father both loved both sons and their inheritance was assured. But the younger son chose to walk away and take his inheritance there and then, effectively wishing his father was dead. The father chose to let their son go away and endured the pain of watching him walk away. Now the elder son carried on at home dutifully and the younger son reached the end of his inheritance after some reckless living and a realisation about the life he was living. It wasn't satisfying and he wasn't happy. So he reflected and returned to his father asking for forgiveness. But before he could even get home, his father had seen him and was running towards him and lavished on him the finest he had. And it's then that we see the lostness of the elder son because he may well have been physically present with his father all that time, but actually there was no real love there, just a sense of duty. He'd never really loved his father for being his father, but what he could get from that relationship. One son was selfish, one was self-righteous. Both were lost, but for both, no condemnation, just grace, the unmerited, unconditional love of the father. So that's their story, but it's our story too. God the Father loves us unconditionally. We were made to be in relationship with him, but so often we wanna do our own thing too. We either abandon God or we put him on the sideline. Either way, we sin by putting I in the middle. My will be done. But that always fails to satisfy us or bring us the happiness we hope for. And if we stop to reflect, the Holy Spirit convicts us of our selfish ways and draws us to the Father who is already running towards us as we repent. Now repentance at its simplest is simply doing a 180. It's about turning away from a self-centered life to a life centered on God 
just as the younger son did. And that life is only available to us today through the sacrifice of the sinless son, Jesus Christ, who left his inheritance in heaven and came to earth that we might be welcomed by God the Father running towards us. And in those embracing arms, there is no condemnation, just grace, the unmerited, unconditional love of the Father. Unconditional love, repentance, forgiveness and grace, the essence of the lost sons then and now. So this parable just equips us to be missionaries. All we need to do is grasp its message for us and for all and be able to share it simply with others. So when we face a risk of being tongue-tied or unable to articulate our faith, let's use the words of Jesus and tell the story of the lost sons. As we tell that story, we will point them to our loving Heavenly Father who longs to be in relationship with us all. I wonder, can we get as comfortable with sharing a Bible study in the same way that we might share something on an Instagram feed or a newspaper article? Because after all, this story has stood the test of time for thousands of years and it's not fake news. Let's pack it in our backpacks and take it with us so that we're always prepared to have an answer for the reason for the hope that we have. But let's not just share our story, let's share ours. And here's where the mirror is needed. I took a mirror to myself as I was looking at this parable and both the younger and the older son were staring right back at me. This is what I saw. I can't remember a time when I didn't go to church. It's what we did as a family. But it was a family faith, not my faith. And that all changed at the age of 16. With some exam results to celebrate, I headed off on a girl's holiday. And whilst away, we decided to take on some new identities. We changed our names. We added a few years to our ages, something that I certainly wouldn't do now. We made up careers and we attracted the attention of a group of older men. In that identity, there was the chance, a moment, to have a casual relationship which could have had life-changing and long-lasting consequences. And that's where the younger son's looking right back at me in the mirror. But something stopped me though, be that common sense, a sense of responsibility to my parents, what I know now to be God at work by his spirit. And the following week, I was away on a Christian youth camp. And as we were singing a worship song, about the God who is able to keep us falling and set us free from sin, I knew I had been saved and protected the week before. Despite running away, I didn't fall. God had been there and now he was calling me. And so I made that family faith my own faith and decided to follow Jesus for myself. I ran into the Father's welcoming arms. And my faith journey continued through my university and, and marriage and life and my working career. But in this time, though, I, I recognised how God was so important to me, but he still was kind of fitted in around everything else I wanted to do. And there was certainly no rhythm to my relationship with God. But I did serve on any and every rota. I like to do the right thing. And that's where the older son was looking back at me in the mirror. But God came running for me again, this time through the CPAS Growing Leaders course, and during which God opened my eyes up to the, his grace, his abundant grace, and I stopped living as if I was trying to please him, but simply in response to his abundant love poured out on me. That course and his love transformed my relationship with him and my life ever since. 
no turning back. When we look at the parable of the lost sons through a mirror, what do we see? And how can we use that reflection to honestly and confidently share our gospel story with others? Reverend Chris Lee is the vicar of a West London church, but he's also now an internet sensation dubbed the viral vicar of Instagram with 150,000 followers, many non-believers, where he daily shares a 60 second sermon. Every day you'll find him uh, posting one of these sermons whilst on the school run, out on a walk, feeding his kids, just living life and sharing his faith. Chris said recently, I can't properly disciple millions of people, what I can do though, is get them on the path towards discipleship by teaching them first and foremost, that God is for them, that he is a loving father who seeks to embrace them. We too have everything we need to guide others onto the path towards faith in Christ. We have the Bible, we have our own story. We have the power of Christ himself at work in us. So why do we get tongue-tied at those critical moments when somebody asks us, what do you believe? Well, from my experience, I think we overcomplicate things. We consider all the theological questions and arguments that might get thrown at us and feel ill-equipped in our own biblical knowledge. And so instead, we retreat when all we really need to do is start the conversation by sharing our story. So can I challenge us all this week to jot down our own 60 second sermon that equips us to tell our story of faith. We were challenged by Michael Harvey when he preached in September to pray this daily prayer. Lord, who do you want me to connect with today? I've been amazed as I've been praying this prayer, how God has brought people to mind, on my heart, or even physically in my path that he is wanting me to connect with. I don't know what sort of lockdown conversations you've had over this year. No doubt some have been short or infrequent by virtue of being physically apart from others. But I bet some have been incredibly profound and perhaps have even surprised you by their depth. I've spoken more about my Christian faith with my hairdresser this year than in the past 10 years of sitting in her chair. These are uncertain times and people are exploring the purpose of life more than ever before. And more than ever, we need to have our eyes open to see the people around us and the courage to speak up and join in the conversations that God is already having by his spirit in their hearts. Because in reality, it's not about us at all, but about him and his power at work in us and others. Perhaps you're listening today and this story of the two lost sons is new to you. You're not quite ready yet to look in the mirror, but there is a sense of wanting to do a 180. Life isn't satisfying and there are things that you want to turn away from. Can I encourage you just to stop and reflect and start by looking at yourself, just like the younger son did? What am I doing and why? and then look up. The father will be running towards you and he longs to welcome you. You are known and loved by him. Do get in touch with us at Holy Trinity via prayer at htclaygate.org as we would love to help you start your journey with God. 
We're well trained now not to leave the house without a face mask and some hand sanitizer. It didn't take that long to form that habit because we just knew it was essential and potentially life-saving. So can we also become trained to having our 60 second story up our sleeve and the story of the lost sons in our backpack before we leave the house? Because both are essential for kingdom building and both have the potential to save lives for Christ in this uncertain time where stories of hope are needed more than ever. May we always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks us to give the reason for the hope that we have, to explain why we live the way we do, backpack and mirror at the ready.